Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, dreamers. Outside dreamers, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it will be printed out 10,000 times and used to construct a canopy to shelter me and John from what we predict is quite inevitable rain from where we're recording. I'm Joel, a man who puts the div in divine, and across from me is John Harris, a man so unadventurous that he books the flat beneath him on Airbnb and holidays there in the summer, saying that the kitchen layout and slightly altered bathroom decor are exotic enough for him. Hello, John. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, fine. It's interesting what's happening here is that due to, um, I would say, scheduling conflicts and both John and I being idiots, we are recording this episode in London's Regent's Park. This is nice. I think it might start a tour of London's parks. And also, do you know what's happening today? There's uh, a half marathon in London yeah. that goes around all the royal parks. So if anyone runs past, they're going to think we're doing live coverage <laughs> of the London half. We just got here very early. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. It's atmospheric. I think guerrilla podcasting is the future. I actually really like it. And it really puts you on your game because you kind of have a live audience. It's not humans. It's squirrels and pigeons and things. But they're, you know, they're looking. They want to be entertained. So let's, let's hit them with a film idea, shall we? Oh, God, yeah. All right. How about this one from Emma? So she tweeted us commenting on an enemy article saying, Liam Neeson says a horse in his new film recognised him from another movie. Look, I, this went viral in the week. And someone else also said the same thing happened to them. It was like William Shatner or someone like that. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, horses recognising us. That's the thing. And then I read, so, you know, the excellent QI Twitter account yeah. did a thing where they said that a horse knows if the last time you saw it, it smiled at you. No way. Yeah, so a horse would be like, did that, was that guy smiling at me last time I saw it? So a horse is having great memory. Look, that's fine. We can do a film around that. Or is it like a BoJack Horseman style film? where this horse is like a celebrity horse getting booked for all the big movies. I, right now in our eyeline, there is literally a pigeon looking at us. There's a fox scuttling around in the background. <laughs> there's a pigeon. There's He's a squirrel, about a there's a squirrel running directly at a fox. Oh, my God. Now they're kissing behind a tree. <laughs> it's like we're in the middle of some sort of weird Disney film. This one pigeon is very it's so into it. It's so into it. We've well, never seen a podcast being recorded before. <laughs> this is more engagement than we've ever had from the listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know when I say tweet us? I didn't literally mean this. <laughs> right, yeah, Bojack Horseman style horse. So movie. it's a celebrity horse. Yeah. That's doing the rounds. And the horse is thinking, oh, that guy's looking at me weird. I think I know him from somewhere. And the horse has got its own trailer, obviously, because that's how you transport horses around. Yeah, I was thinking, because uh, last time I checked, horses can't speak, except for, you know, your, your Bojack Horseman style yeah. horse. Last time, what, and how did you check that? How did, you know, sometimes you mistake people for other people. Are we sure that he recognised Liam Neeson or thought Liam Neeson was a different famous actor? Oh, that's really embarrassing. You know, he could have thought it was uh, old James Franco. That's... What was the film? I don't know, mate. That he was on. 
I don't really associate Liam Neeson with horses. Not anymore. In the old days, you know, you know Schindler's List, Liam Neeson. <laughs> I'd have thought, yeah, he'd be in a lot of horse movies. But yeah. but old man punching people, Liam Neeson no. doesn't. Old man punching a horse. Maybe um, Liam Neeson starring in a film that's reenacting that time a Newcastle football fan punched a horse in the face. If so, if this would horse... a horse have a stunt double if it was if it was a celebrity horse? Hey, here's a good question. If you've got a famous horse in your film, like Frankel. Yeah. You know Frankel the horse? No. It won loads of races. Oh, okay, okay. It's a really famous horse. And that was going to be in a movie, and it was yeah. going to be on the poster, you know, starring Liam Neeson mm. and Frankel. And then Frankel had to do a dangerous scene. Would it have a horse stunt double? Does That's a great question. Yeah. Does a famous animal have a stunt double? What about that dog that won, Brit- won Britain's Got Talent? Oh, that's got to have, film? I mean, that's got to have, like... I'd say as many doubles as like Saddam Hussein. Sadly p- deceased. Uh, just to let you know, listener, the pigeon has made himself very comfortable, but is still listening. It's just having a great time. And it's good to know, you know, it is difficult to know when you put a podcast out into the abyss <laughs> if anyone's enjoying it or listening <laughs> to it. But we know for a fact that that pigeon can hear what we're saying. Would you like one from me? Yes, please. Les Dennis Miserable. Finally. <laughs> I think we've done this before, and that's fine. We're about 60 episodes in. Have we done this before? Yeah. Dennis the Menace Miserable. Oh, there we go. We're back. Mischief in 16th century France. Or oh, was it enough of it? He would. There's a child screaming. We'll have to get their permission to be used. Yeah, we've got some release forms. We've already got the pigeon to, <laughs> to peck at one. <laughs> so, Dennis the Menace Miserable. Were you a Beano kid? Uh, yeah. Um, well, no. Do you so, know anyone that read the dandy? What? Right. I read the dandy because Biakuas. You loved well, my brother pie. had the my brother had the Beano, so we thought might as well in this oh, household now we got both. Yeah, that's pretty so clever. Actually, I think I was a Beano man through and through, and I was pretty tribal about it. You know, yeah. like in the last episode we were talking about how people Beano um, versus the gang dandy. wars about their about mm. their banks. It was yeah. similar with um, if I ever spotted a kid reading the dandy, oh, yeah, it head was straight like, in the toilet. It was like Montagu and Capulets, and me and me and my older brother were in you only Romeo one way Romeo and Juliet. And Juliet. Mm. None of the romantic stuff. I thought it before. Yeah, Dennis the Menace, Miserables. I'll take it. I mean, what happens in... Uh, have you seen any version of Les Mis? Uh, uh, no, have you? No. Cool. So I know someone steals some bread, and they sing that song one day more. Yeah. So Nasha nicks some bread, because he's always eating. He's And he's up to no good. Billy the Wiz is there. Oh, the Bass Street Kids. All of them. Minnie the Minks. I'll do that. Yeah. What I've realised is, the reason recording studios are so great for recording podcasts is there's no distraction, whereas the whole world is in front of me right yeah, now. Yeah, you may have it's... noticed, to combat that, I've just stared into your eyes the entire yeah, time. Yeah, it's quite romantic. Um, I, what about like a Marvel-style universe for the Beano? What, where they make films and then they all interject into yeah. other films? I'd watch it. Yeah, I'm into yeah. it. I remember when I was young, there was a really big deal made out of the, the fact that the Blue Peter hosts were in an issue of... No, it was in the. Do you know that was a TV cartoon of Dennis the Menace? There's been loads. He's like, um, he's super humanized and 3D now. Oh, I don't and know. And he's got that. a friend with an iPad. Uh oh, here comes Storm Callum. So, The Apprentice this week, they had to make a cartoon. Yeah. And they did it in the offices of the Beano. Oh, nice. Uh, and there was new Dennis in the background. He looked too much like a person. Oh, I don't know. It was know really that. horrible. Like, he had 3D cheeks. How mischievous was he being still? No, it was a cardboard cutout. Oh, but I mean, okay, fine. It was in a mischievous pose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have you got another film for me? Yeah, what about this one from Grace? Backstreet's Back to the Future. You're not happy about this? Tricky. Because the problem there is, right, is that I was still thinking Backstreet. Okay, fine. So uh, what I heard is Backstreet Back to the Future. All right. I'm no, into that, but um, try, no, try I'm again. It. No, no, no. Backstreet Back to the Future. No, 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 no. Come on, let's, let's no. it. Backstreet Back to the Future. So, the Backstreet Boys... They yeah. want to relive the highs of their 90s career. Oh, here we go. One of them's watching Back to the Future and he thinks, I can make a flux capacitor. Well, can't and, we all? And he tries to. And he succeeds. And they travel back and they revi- they see their younger selves and they form a super group like McBusted. 
Oh, nice. Of young and old. Yeah. Backstreet Boys. It's Backstreet Boys and Backstreet Men. Or it's a time machine that, this is where I'd go, it's a time machine that just makes them like appear in their younger bodies in the past. Oh, that's good. And so they try and keep reliving the Backstreet Boys phenomenon in various different ways, changing things, hoping that the butterfly effect of it would mean that their careers were prolonged for longer. However, it's just getting worse and worse. Exactly. It's a bit of a... they realised that the life they led was the best one they could have possibly led. Exactly. It's a Groundhog Day. And also, they came back this year to, uh, you know... Some mild plaudits, so that's that's something for them, isn't Uh, it? Oh, yeah, mild plaudits. I mean, we could only dream of achieving mild plaudits. Yeah. Yeah. Or any plaudits. We've just got mild pigeons today. Yeah, we've just got... I mean, the same one, though. Yeah. Captivated. Absolutely captivated. (laughs) Um, The listen-through rate on this episode from that one pigeon, honestly. What about Love Shack? Former NBA star (laughs) Shaquille O'Neal is unlucky in love. It's hard to find love when you're seven foot tall. Yeah. I've always said it. Uh, does he have like a love guru or or is he Did you ever a love see the guru? film The Love Guru? No, but I know it's uh, It was a misstep in everyone's career. It was a misstep. I went to see it at the cinema. Yeah. I've made some ill-advised choices at the cinema and that might be the most ill-advised. Cuz uh, like Mike Myers, John Oliver. Y- oh yeah. Yeah, don't ever forget that John Oliver was in The Love Guru. I won't. And yeah, and can never really truly be a genius in anyone's eyes. Is that is that how it works? Mm. If I you're do- in The Love Guru, we do live in a world where you are judged by the worst thing you ever did. Yeah. And so John Oliver is love guru. Yeah, and most people associate us with this podcast. Oh, 100%. The thing is, I would say that, you know, a lot of these kind of uh, films, we people look back and go, you know, oh, God, that was a long time ago. And we did, mm. there were some missteps. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I remember people being, people being like, this is a real misstep. Yeah, it really was. And my, I think it was when, it was a classic case of Mike Myers being at the height of his powers um, and being able to make whatever the hell he wanted to make. No one man should have all that power, as Kanye West once said, and doesn't live by that rule, though. <laughs> uh, what about this one from Ella, Lordy of the Rings? Oh, as in Lord? No, no, oh, Lordy. As in the Nordic band. Or I, both. Thought I thought you didn't know how to pronounce Lord's name. Then I was really going to, really going to go to town on you, mate, because she's also Kiwi. Oh, nice. So it would work really well because you wouldn't have to pay too much in travel. Um, but Lordy the Rings I'm into uh, Hard Rock Hallelujah Exactly Nordic rock band Lordy Go to New Zealand To meet with Lord To take Kanye West's phone It's another super it group fire of Mount Doom So he yeah, stops tweeting That's good That is very good Or another super group I'd love to see Lord uh, Lord Front Lordy I think we all would And I think Lordy would be up for it Because what are they up to nowadays Are well, they still touring uh, Probably They're probably touring Their 18th tour Named Remember when we won the Eurovision? Yeah, yeah. Fair play to them. Fair play to them. Citizen Harry Kane. Here we go. I think he would struggle in normal world nowadays. He is the most normal-looking footballer I've ever seen, though. Yeah, he's he's the, he's the people's footballer. He's not done the whole, you know, get an outlandish haircut and tattoos everywhere kind of footballer. He is. I think I would miss him on the street. You would, you would. You'd yeah, I think if you walk past, yeah, you'd miss most footballers. I think. Yeah, but I think other footballers, I'll be able to look at them and go, "That guy looks like he plays football." Good. Although most men, you could say that for. <laughs> Twi- why don't you tweet some pictures of people that look like they could play football, <laughs> like footballers, and then people that couldn't, non-footballers. Uh, it's quite easy go. to do. It's a fun game. Here's here's a good example: footballer Deli Ali, non-footballer Steve Buscemi. As an example <laughs> of two people you could tweet at. <laughs> What are we talking about? Citizen, Citizen Harry, Harry Kane. Kane. Harry Kane ascends. So he becomes such a national treasure that he is elected prime minister. And nice. He, and he rules by decree. Wow. And he really... and um, The English football game really does well because all of the funding's pumped straight into football. But every every other industry fails. 
and uh, it becomes our sole export. Actually, this sounds, this sounds like my utopia. Football becomes our sole export. Maybe post-Brexit, that is the only thing we have of any value. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, what about this one from Tom? Birminghamster, a brummy hamster, obviously. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Do, yeah, so I, I'm into that little hamster with a brummy accent it's funny it is funny and not enough regional accents in animated movies I'd i would argue. agree yeah you know and i wouldn't count america or ratatouille paris as regional accents so, i would and also why is that rat american you're asking the questions that matter here john why is that rat american um, we need pixar to come over set up camp in the uk and make a birmingham based look it's it's england's second city what does it's got more canals than amsterdam there's that so is... much there to explore if you're a young hamster. Is the hamster travelling around in a little ball? <laughs> I think you've told me that Birmingham Canals fact before, and I would counter it with, it's not always quantity, sometimes it is That's quantity. what people say, that's what people say, but disagree. <laughs> I broadly disagree, because the Brummy people still use those canals for good, whereas in Amsterdam they're predominantly used for evil. They are, that's, that's a fact. Nefarious canals. You know, Can you've you got... libel a city? Good question, good question. No. Okay, good, good, um, good. And... Look, and also, someone needs to put Birmingham back on the map. I went to a stag do there once. Yeah? Oh, I had a time. Did you? I, I, I can safely say I was there for 48 hours. Time passed. Time passed while I was in Birmingham. And the tourist board needs to shout about that more, because I think a lot of people think that time stands still in Birmingham, that it hasn't progressed for many years. But time passed at the usual rate when I was there. What stereotypes does Birmingham have apart from Brummies that we have to... Because, you know, we're making an animated film. Yeah, that's a very good question. I don't really know. What's like the cuisine... Do you have any idea? Uh, is Birmingham where the great curry is, or is that Leicester? Oh, Isn't God. there like a, a street? There's a really famous street of curry. They have the Bull Rink shopping centre. That's all I know about Birmingham. Mm, yeah. Which I don't think is a big export. I think it is. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a hamster gets lost in the Bull Ring. There's a pet <gasps> at home go. in the Bull Ring, yeah, and it breaks go. free. And you know, like in kids' films, when they get locked in a, in a shopping centre and they just have fun in all the shops? Yeah. And it, it happens in lots of. Yeah. It happens in. That's, quite a, that's actually quite a common trope. It's a trope, yeah. The Simpsons do it, other people do it. Imagine that, but a hamster in a ball. If you were locked in, in a. In the ventilation. If you were, if you were locked in a, s- a shopping centre overnight, would you party? Like it's 1999. Uh, where would I go? Yeah, what's the first port now, call? Sadly, as I'm now an adult, I think I'll probably just loot a Dixon's. But <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, you would. But as a kid, probably the Lego store. I'd have built some sort of car and then driven it around because I would have imagined myself as a child as able to do that. There's all, all of those big shopping centres have one shop that does like like miscellaneous tat that I assume only exists because it makes big money at Christmas time. Men at home. Red five. Yeah. Men at home, is it called? No, it's no. not. Mankind. <laughs> <laughs> Men at home. I, what, the problem there is that I'd already said pets at home. Oh. Uh, it's a similar shop, but you go there to buy like buy a men. beer mat. and No, like, it's just stuff for your man at home. <laughs> just general blokey stuff they might need at the home. Oh, great. Yeah. Or maybe there are men in tanks as well that you can sort of point at and go, what's the life expectancy on that one? 
Have that- you ever been pets at home? Did you like going to pet stores as a kid? Yeah. I really loved it. It's one of my favourite things to do. I thought I saw it as like a day out. If mm. Dad was going up to home base, I'd tag along for a for a trip to pets at home next door. And I also remember now this is probably childhood imagination and an exaggeration, but I remember the pets used to be a lot more exotic in places like pets at home. Oh, you nowadays like- nowadays it's it's just fish. You thought there were scorpions, maybe and a cobras. rabbit. I seem to remember seeing snakes and okay. scorpions. You know, uh, no, I don't Komodo remember dragons. That. I remember it being a lot more exotic. I remember thinking you could get any animal in a pet at home. But I do, I do, re- I do agree, and I do remember that you know, dad's dad's trip to the garden centre was John's trip to the mini zoo. Yeah, exactly. It's a free day at the zoo. Yeah, never needed to go to the actual zoo. There was a well, the thing about the worst bit about London Zoo. A, there's no home base anywhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and I mean nowhere near it nowhere near it and we're actually not far from London Zoo at the we're moment we're going to do the second... what we are far from a home base <laughs> now that, that was always the that was, that's what Dad would always used to say that when we were in ZSL London Zoo he'd say come on you know it's all well and good but if I want to get some MDF yeah. I'm out of luck and also he used to say <laughs> you can't point at anything in London Zoo and buy it yeah. whereas pets at home you can take whatever you want home now imagine if London Zoo was like that point an elephant how much 10 grand alright I wouldn't get an elephant favourite no of course no one would no. although you wouldn't have to get on the tube home you should be able to ride an elephant home. What would I get from... I'm thinking a giant tortoise. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. I really wanted boys. a big lizard when I was a kid. Like a chameleon? Bigger. Komodo dragon. Jeez, wow. So you when can ride about, it. Here's the thing. When I was about eight or nine, yeah. I spent a lot of time daydreaming about having a Komodo dragon that would live in the garden. And I imagined that it'd be too strong, so I wouldn't ever be able to go in the garden, but I could throw stakes out of my window to it. <laughs> and I, used to, I, used to spend, I spent a lot of time daydreaming about that. And it, still, you know, it's still there in the back of my mind somewhere. Did you ever have friends? No. That, <laughs> did you, I had friends. I, I'm sure in my lifetime I've had two sets of friends mm-hmm. where, uh, much like this Komodo dragon, they had dogs that they just, like, allowed to become feral. So you'd go around and they'd just lock those dogs in yeah. a different room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. That was a weird thing. Because yeah, it becomes a, a lot more us against them yeah. than, than you'd expect with a pet. Did you have any mates that had, I'd say, a rat or a spider? I had a friend who had a, I think they had a tarantula, but they definitely had like a, a giant African snail. I, I had a friend who had a giant African snail. Is there a more boring pet? <laughs> really? Tweeters. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, oh, what, we've lost what the, did you have? We've lost the pigeon audience. The pigeon's gone, that's fine. <laughs> it stuck around for longer than we'd expect. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. I, I was mostly a cat man. <laughs> cat, be a bad, bad dad. Yeah, yeah, I was a scat man. <laughs> Um, and that's the reason my mum gave me for not having a Komodo dragon is that um, Komodo dragons fear jazz. <laughs> and they couldn't put up with it. it was, oh, she said dear. it was it was, uh, it was the bebop or the dragon. I'm not going to give out the bebop. <laughs> we would. Our audience has changed slightly. But... Yeah, that pigeon's turned into a small child. <laughs> I mean, what will it be by the end? A Komodo dragon. <laughs> I mean, that, that a family walked past us and really, they were putting me very much off my stride yeah. and they had no shame in walking as slowly as possible. Did you notice that I ploughed on? Yeah, I know you're a professional, Joe. It was like that family walking past us was like a car going past an accident. It was, uh, yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah, really slowing down. The thing about cars going past accidents as well is that very much like the situation we just had. Everyone knows they shouldn't stop, but you can't help it. Yeah, you want to see what's going on, and that's that's the same with this podcast record. Uh, we've lost all the pigeons. The as pigeons well. have <laughs> all flown off, but there are some dedicated squirrels out there. Can you hear us <laughs> at the back? <laughs> if you had to do an impression of a squirrel, you couldn't really do a noise. You just do the two teeth, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, good. Oh, God. Oh, what were we talking a, about? What a strange... What about this? It's the weirdest things I've ever done in my life, I'd say. <laughs> what about this one from Jeff, Dr. Houdini? 
Ah, the TARDIS is locked. Yeah. And put in a tank of water. Yeah. And he has to get, and well, no, she has to get out, Doctor Who. Um, I've not seen the new Doctor Who. Uh, yeah. That's because I've not seen any of it because it's shit. But <laughs> I have seen the new Doctor Who because I like Doctor Who. So that's fine. Yeah. And look, different people have different needs. Exactly. Cool. Um, Doctor Who, Dini. Would Good. you watch not Doctor Magic and Doctor Who? Yeah, that would, you say, would you watch it if she was performing stage magic? Yeah. Now, if it was sort of more lame stage magic. Yeah. Putting a cigarette through a coin that sort of thing well the problem with the problem with dr houdini uh jeff is the fact that she can travel through space and time gives her a distinct advantage on the stage i would say yeah at the end of the show she could do some tricks where she goes back to the past so she goes back to the past she finds albert einstein brings him on stage everyone goes bloody hell that's amazing I'm going to change the topic there because two people walk past, one with a bag with yeah. wheels, mm-hmm. and as they walk past, she lifted the bag so as no to not way. make more noise. That's the politest thing I've ever heard in my life. Professionals. They know what they, we're They doing. are better at this than you are. <laughs> right. So what she does is, yeah, at the beginning of the show, she asks some questions about themselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes back in time just far enough back to have not asked those questions and comes out and says, I'm getting a sue. Very good. And then does all that stuff. Did you, you ever like, hear that story about a medium who who asks, I can't remember who it was, quite a famous scandal. She did like a show in London. And one of the things she asked for is for you to send a picture in beforehand of your lost loved one that you want to talk to. And then just Google reverse image search. No, no, oh, no, no. no. And bad. someone was in the audience. I'm telling this really badly because I can't remember the exact details. Someone in the audience and she was doing like, I'm getting a young man with blonde hair. And, you know, she did it for ages and ages. And she was like, he's coming to me, speaking to me from the afterlife. And a, a guy put his hand up and was like, Oh uh, no! I thought we had to send a picture of ourselves in. <laughs> and he was just he cocked it up, <laughs> sent a picture of himself, and she did this whole charade about being able to speak to this person, but he wasn't dead; he was in the audience. Yeah, I think if I was to go to something like that, I would send a picture of someone f- like not famous enough that they wouldn't notice, yeah, but yeah. someone like just like you know the captain of Stoke football team or something. Yeah, mm. nice shout. Is that is that that is that still? They're still a, they're still an active. It's not Crouch, club, yeah. is it? It's not Crouch. He's a podcaster now. He's one of us. He's also still on the books at Stoke. He's a is busy he? man. Oh, you sorry. wouldn't see him recording his fucking podcast in Regent's Park. Let me tell you. I think you would. I think he'd be r- running because he's so busy. He'd be doing his morning jog whilst recording the podcast. He could he could get around Regent's Park in four steps. <laughs> um, feels heightest. So I'm gonna move on before we go on to ours. Let's have one more. What about this one from James? The Nominom. It's do, a do, 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 do. it's a felt Spider Man spinoff. Oh, good. On Venom. Venominom. Yeah. Oh, that's very fun. The Muppets take Marvel on. Yeah. In like a, you know those Marvel versus Capcom games? Yeah. Marvel versus Muppets. Marvel versus... Guys, get that game made. Yeah, get it made. John, should we pitch our own ideas? Because I think we're seconds away from it pouring down here. Okay, 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 okay. This one's from me. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Drone. Oh, a spooky flying thing. The thing is, a lot of Harry Potter stuff yeah. that like makes life easier in the wizarding world mm-hmm. has slightly been overtaken by actual technology now at this point in time. You think in brooms? I'm thinking, yeah, and like you know, an owl bringing you mail. Have you heard mm. of email? email yeah, like, it's embarrassing. Exactly. It's actually really embarrassing, J.K. And um, I do feel like it's going to start raining. Uh, anyway, so I think this is great. And actually, uh, I've my idea is a Harry Potter one as well. Uh, Harry Potter and his order goes to Phoenix. It's a uh, oh the lads. It's a de- go and enjoy some country music. I was thinking it's more about a delivery. It, an owl mm-hmm. has accidentally got the address mixed up and gone to the American version of Hogwarts. So he's oh, all nice. goes to Phoenix. Oh, that's fun. So it's mostly him just calling up oh, owl-based post uh, issues. 
there's a, normally there would be a knock, knock, knock on the studio door, but that's obviously not the case here. I don't know if you can tell, but there are no doors where we currently are. Um, but running towards us across Regent's Park is Peter Crouch, and he's come to borrow our rig because <laughs> he's got some recording to do. Thanks, John. Don't expect a post-ramble right now because he's about to piss it down, my friend, and I don't think we have time. Hey, John, they weren't expecting this post-ramble. Oh, we did it. Uh, it's actually so warm where we are in the Maldives. Hey! Uh, no, it is, we are we're under quite a thick, broad-leafed tree. So the fun. rain hasn't quite got to us yet, but it is going to get to us in a matter of seconds. So let us know if you've enjoyed us recording outside, we, and then we can pretend we did it on purpose and not because we're both idiots. Yeah. Um, do give us five stars on Apple. You know, We are so desperate to bring you this content every week that we have recorded it with wet asses on a bench in one of London's royal parks, you know, instead of not doing it, which I would say is impressive. Yeah, and we're, and we're thinking about taking this on tour, so let us know about your local parks and we'll yeah, come and Yeah, and sort there. of the wildlife there, we want to perform <laughs> to as many different of Britain's wildlife as possible, maybe a hamster in Birmingham. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener